It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. Someone whose presidential campaign has picked up a great deal of momentum is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And one of the things that I must tell you I am pretty impressed about when it comes to his candidacy is his willingness to talk about his father's assassination. This is not something his siblings do. And when his uncle Ted ran for uh, president... He really didn't talk about it. Back in 1980, Ted Kennedy refused to even entertain the idea that something might have been a little different from the official story when it came to both John F. Kennedy's assassination and Robert F. Kennedy's assassination. But sure enough, RFK Jr. is out there doing media interviews. We're making arrangements for him to come on this program very soon, possibly as soon as next week. And he's willing to talk about the assassination. Here he was on CBS News. And actually, my father, a week before he was killed, that the first thing he was going to do was to remove the clandestine services from the CIA and make the CIA what it was supposed to be, which was an intelligence gathering organization. There was a lot of enemies that my father made, and they weren't all CIA. It, at any level that anybody other than Sirhan Sirhan had killed my father until maybe three years ago. What changed? Well, Paul Schrade, anybody who reads the autopsy report is, uh, it's hard to believe that Sirhan shot my dad, um, that his bullets hit my dad, because Sirhan was always in front of my father. And yet all shots, all the four shots that hit my father came from behind him. That leads you to conclude what? Well, I don't have any conclusion. You know, I, I mean, my, and my opinion is really irrelevant. What's important is what the facts say, what the autopsy says, what the ballistic evidence and what the eyewitnesses say. I, I've asked for a reinvestigation of the, of the murder. I think a reinvestigation strikes me as a very good idea. Now, the person that history records as the assassin, Sirhan Sirhan, has talked about um, this assassination. And not surprisingly, he also differs from the uh, the official the official version. Here's Sirhan Sirhan uh, talking about what occurred. My name is Sirhan Sirhan. I'm 78 years old and have been incarcerated for 54 years in the California Department of Correction. This call and your telephone number will be monitored and recorded. On August 27, 2021, I was found suitable for parole by the California Board of Parole Hearings. After 
after reviewing my half-century rehabilitative record, which includes extensive self-help programming, a college education, mentoring others in nonviolence, being a dutiful worker, being without a behavioral write-up for almost 50 years, and examining the state expert psychological evaluations of me, the commissioner and deputy commissioner concluded that I was not a risk to society and I was eligible to come home. All I want to do is return home to my brother and live out the rest of our days in peace. For many years I have been in contact with the victims and the victims' families, making direct and indirect amends for my actions. One of the people that supported parole for Sirhan Sirhan when he was up for parole most recently was Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and at least one of his siblings. Someone who has spent a lot of time researching and exploring this is Tim Tate. He has won many awards. He is an award-winning British documentary filmmaker and a best-selling author whose books include The Assassination of Robert F. Kennedy, Crime, Conspiracy, and Cover-Up, A New Investigation. Tim, thanks so much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So, uh, Tim, let's begin with where the official story might be lacking, in in your view, um, based on your own research. The official story says Sirhan Sirhan killed Robert F. Kennedy on his own in 1968 after the California primary. Uh, What does your research find that contradicts that? Um, Absolutely everything about the official story is completely and utterly wrong. Just for clarity, I spent, and I and my colleague, because the book we I wrote was written with a colleague who used to work for CNN, um, Brad Johnson. We spent individually more than 25 years each working on this investigation. I made a film, a documentary film for A&E in the US and Channel 4 here in the UK back in 1992, and our book um, came out. On the, originally on the 50th anniversary of um, Bobby Kennedy's assassination. And to do that, to spend 25 years, there was a reason. We went through every last dot and comma, every last page of hundreds of thousands of official LAPD, FBI, LA County Sheriff's Department, LADA's office documents. We literally combed through every page. And the story that that tells, that those documents tell, is that Sihan Sihan simply could not have and did not shoot Robert F. Kennedy. The uh, When he was interviewed by police, he told a story that basically acknowledged that he was involved in this somehow, and it had something to do with uh, Robert F. Kennedy's support of certain policies in the Middle East. I I think the first question a lot of people would ask is, why would he say this, even under duress and even under interrogation, even a hostile interrogation, why would he say that he participated in the murder of such a prominent American, a senator, a presidential candidate, if he didn't? Well, the first answer is is that he didn't say that. Sihan's interrogations, and they're on tape and recorded in the LAPD files, which I have and which anyone else can obtain, shows that for the first several days, he said nothing. He he mumbled. He 
slurred. He basically said absolutely nothing. It's only later that the statement about uh, Robert Kennedy's support for um, for Israel comes as a possible motive. So the first thing is to say he didn't, when he was under initial interrogation, say anything about being involved, much less about a motive for it. The second thing to say is that without question, Sehan was in the pantry of the hotel on the night in question, and he did fire his weapon at a a little handgun at Robert F. Kennedy. The fact is he didn't hit him, nor could he have done, and somebody else shot Kennedy. Uh, talking with Tim Tate, you can check out this book and uh, and other books at timtate.co.uk. The John F. Kennedy assassination has been analyzed not only by a presidential appointed commission, the, the Warren Commission, but by uh, Congress in the the Congressional Select Committee on Assassinations and by countless other films, documentary, documentaries, etc. There really was never that sort of reckoning for the Robert Kennedy assassination. I realize he was a senator and a presidential candidate, not a president. Maybe there's a little less uh, depth and resonance to his assassination, but it would seem to me that it would merit almost as close an examination as the John F. Kennedy assassination. In your view, why has the RFK assassination gotten so much less coverage and exploration and investigation than the John F. Kennedy assassination? Well, firstly, I agree with you completely. The assassination has never been properly, officially, or honestly investigated by any official investigation. But I think our book is probably the closest you're going to come to that. Um, why, and secondly, that... Robert Kennedy's potential presidency, I think, would have been far more important globally as well as domestically for the U.S. than his brothers. I think Robert F. Kennedy was potentially the best president the U.S. never had in the modern era. Why has his assassination not got the same amount of coverage as the JFK? It's a very good question, and it's one which has puzzled me for 30 years. When I first pitched the idea of this investigation to um, U.S. and British television back in the late 80s, it was a very difficult sell. It took me four years to persuade networks, both with you and in the U.K., to commission a film. Now, partially that's because... All the investigative material, the LAPD material, had been suppressed for 20 years. It had been locked away in a cupboard for 20 years, and it took a lot of effort to get it. And I was one of the first people to get hold of it. Um, That's the first thing. There was just a resistance, and there still is a resistance to talking about this. Why? If I'm honest, I don't think Robert Kennedy Jr. helps. Your intro, when you talked about this, you said he had been talking on the stump, on his campaign stump, and talking about his support for Sehan. My experience of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is that he is not particularly supportive. He is 
an unreliable ally of Sehan and his lawyers, and that he's not somebody I would want to rely on in a fight for my freedom. Uh, Equally, his stance on vaccines and on COVID has and does alienate a lot of people who would otherwise, I think, gravitate to the cause. And I think that's very easy for those who have an interest in not reopening the investigation to to fix on and say, well, really, do you want to do this? Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is in the vanguard of this. I don't think he helps. I think it's unfortunate, but I don't think he Hmm. helps. Uh, That's an interesting perspective, but the way that you frame it makes uh, a lot of sense. One of the theories that's uh, been out there over the years, we know that uh, the CIA and potentially other federal government agencies were involved in something called MKUltra, which involved uh, drugging people and experimenting with them and maybe making them do things that they wouldn't do had they not been drugged. One of the theories that I've heard over the years is that Sirhan Sirhan could have been part of this MK Ultra program. What does your research suggest about that and whether or not Sirhan Sirhan might have been drugged to participate in this, even though he didn't kill Robert F. Kennedy, as you said, he did fire at him? Yeah. It's it's actually a program, a CIA program, which was called Artichoke. Uh, MKUltra is a slightly misleading term. Artichoke was the name of the program that the CIA developed in the 1950s. And I say this with some certainty because I have the CIA's own documents in which they describe this, name this, and talk about what they do. And Artichoke had a simple aim. It wasn't just to use drugs and drink. Its aim was to create, and this is this is their phrase, not mine, a robot assassin, a hypno-programmed assassin who would be able to kill a prominent political leader and then have no memory of doing so. It sounds the stuff of science fiction. Unfortunately, it's what the CIA And I say this as I anyone can find these documents. If I have them, anyone can have them. These are CIA's own documents in which they said, this is what we did. This is when we did it. This is who was doing it. And all those documents are laid out in our book. Did they succeed in this program? Well, yeah, according to their own documents, they did. By the mid to late 1950s, they had successfully tested a hypno-programmed assassin. They found somebody, they'd programmed her, they'd got her under hypnosis to pick up a gun, unloaded, fortunately, fire it at her boss, and then have no memory of doing so. Again, it sounds absurd. It sounds the stuff of science fiction. But according to the CIA's own documents, this is what they successfully did. Why is that relevant to Sehan? Well, Sehan has no memory of the assassination. He has absolutely no memory of the assassination. And even the prosecution and those in um, Los a- in California, California Attorney General's office, who are opposing his release now, even they accept that this memory loss is genuine. There is ample evidence from any number 
of psychiatrists and psychologists who have examined him over the past decades that Sihan was hypnotized on the night of the assassination. As I say, we deal with all of this in absolute depth and clarity in our book. And we use the CIA's, LAPD's, the DA's office, we use their own documents, which says, this is what they knew then, this is what they said, this is what you can find out, and this is where you find it. We tell you where to get these documents if you want to read them. The, um, I guess the million dollar question, uh, or with inflation, you know, the 1.5 million euro question, could be then, uh, who did do this? If Sirhan Sirhan didn't kill Robert F. Kennedy, what does your research suggest about who may have been responsible? That was exactly the the place where we started. We started with the evidence, which the physical evidence, which shows that it was physically impossible for Sehan to have shot Kennedy. Sehan was always in front of Kennedy at no closer than three feet. Kennedy was shot from a distance of one and a half to three inches behind his right ear. You cannot make the physics of that work. You can't shoot somebody from behind when you're always in front. That's the start. That was our starting point. Added to that, we found all the ballistic evidence which said there were 14 bullet holes at least. There were at least 14 bullets fired in that pantry on that night. Well, Sehan had an eight-shot revolver. You can't get 14 bullets out of an eight-shot revolver. That's where we started. And then that, as you said, it leads to the obvious question. If that official theory, official version of events doesn't work, well, who, who did? How did it happen? And that's where the LAPD's files, the ones they suppressed for 20 years, came in to their own. Because within those files, those files in the FBI's files, there is absolutely crystal clear evidence that LAPD and the, C- and the FBI were informed of and briefly investigated named individuals from organized crime and their associates who were plotting to kill Robert Kennedy should he win the California primary. Again, that's not my speculation. These are LAPD's and the FBI's own documents. There were three separate named individuals, one of whom admitted to having contributed to a fund to have Kennedy assassinated. Another was a leading figure in the Teamsters Union and organized crime, all of whom hated Robert Kennedy, who said, if he wins the California primary, we're going to rub him out. Because of because of his role when he was attorney general in the Kennedy administration? And before that, Bobby Kennedy had launched, um, from the late 50s, a war on organized crime and its association with um, the labor unions, particularly the Teamsters. I mean, it's, it's no exaggeration to say that organized crime and the Teamsters particularly absolutely loathed Robert Kennedy. And, I mean, they hated him. And in these files... Are, they, are these reports from LAPD and the FBI which showed they were told about mm. these conspiracies by named individuals, 
to kill Robert Kennedy if he won the California primary. Tim, what did we, what did they do? They briefly investigated and then buried them and buried them for 20 years. Tim, we have to end it there. I really appreciate uh, the time, and uh, I want to encourage folks to uh, check out your book. And uh, it's available on Amazon, and uh, they can order it through your website as well. Again, the book is called The Assassination of Robert F. Kennedy, Crime, Conspiracy, and Cover-Up, A New Investigation. We've been talking with one of the authors, Tim Tate. Thank you so much, Tim. I hope we can talk again soon. Thanks, Frank. Take care. Thank you. Comments, questions, 800-848-9222. Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight.